0: Hey, it's Jack Alexander. I know it's been a long time since I dropped a podcast, but I think I got a really good one today. I'm going to be talking about NFTs, specifically, actually, NBA Top Shot. I've seen a lot of talk about NBA Top Shot on Twitter. People saying it's the coolest thing ever and you got to get in now before it's too late. And then other people saying it makes no sense and they want nothing to do with it. That being said, I figured I'd do some research on my own, drop this podcast, and then anybody willing to listen can decide if it's something that they want to invest and get involved in, or if they don't want to touch it. So that being said, I'll get right into it. What is NBA Top Shot? Think of it as a digital collectible, a form of an NFT. So NFT is non-fungible token. And a non-fungible token basically is just a digital asset, right? So art, sports clip could really be anything as long as it's digital utilizing blockchain technology. So an example of an NBA top shot product is um, Luka Doncic. Last week, he hit a buzzer beater three to secure a win over the Boston Celtics. You can technically, and I'm going to put own in quotations. You can't see it, but own that clip. And by that, I don't mean you're going to be the only person that's able to watch this because anybody with YouTube can just search, watch it over and over and over again. So, what you're going to own is the NBA top shot moment of Luca hitting that shot. You can hold it, you can sell it, you can collect, you can buy it. There's different versions. I'll get into some more details in a second, but now you're probably thinking, how does this work, right? So Top Shot is on Dapper Lab's blockchain technology called Flow. I'll get a little bit more into Dapper Lab in a second, but think of blockchain as just a digital ledger, right? So say you're a business, you're going to record your sales and purchases in your general ledger, and your counterparty is going to do the same it just keeps a history of the transactions and things that you have on inventory, you know what you bought, how much you spent. Now flow and blockchain are similar except this is exclusively digital and everyone's going to be able to see the ledger. So I bought that Luca card. Everyone's going to see it's purchased or excuse me not card. Moment. Everyone's going to see it was purchased by Jack Alexander on March 3rd for XXXX price. Others then are going to know that I, Jack Alexander, am the only person that can sell that moment, guaranteeing authenticity. So if another person comes along and says, hey, I got this Luca moment for sale, this is the same exact thing, you're easily going to be able to tell that he's selling a fraud because it's not going to have the same unique serial number as my moment certified by NBA Top Shop. And that's captured via the blockchain flow technology. Think of serial number as just a unique identifier. Even if the guys, the other guy's copy looks the exact same as mine, it's not. You can look at the serial number and easily tell that. Now, Dapper Labs. How did it become a thing? So Dapper Labs is a company based out of Canada. They also created CryptoKitties, which was a blockchain game for people to buy collect breed and sell virtual cats dapper labs founded by this dude roham and i'm gonna butcher his last name right here roham gar solo. Gra- dude graduated stanford definitely intelligent dude you know great credentials i think he was an angel investor as well you know he definitely a very intelligent guy and dapper labs raises over 250 million in just a few years, currently valued at about $2 billion. So starting from the top, basically to get NBA Topshop started, what Dapper Labs did is they went to the NBA and other sports leagues and secured licensing deals with NBA and UFC as well. So I haven't really seen a top shot version for the UFC. I don't know if it's out there yet. Uh, I don't. Think so, but um, you know, if there is and somebody's listening and they, you know, know of one, please mention it to me via Twitter, whatever. I'd love to check it out. But anyway, so they secure this licensing deal with the NBA. NBA says, okay, you can use our players and our teams as part of your product. You're going to give us a certain amount of money. I'll get into that certain amount of money in a second. But March 2020, Dapper Labs release closed beta. About 30 people to use TopShot and then fully open in October of 2020. So it's been about a half a year now that they've been fully operational to the public. And TopShot says they've already done $230 million in revenue. Now it makes most of its money from selling packs and transaction fees, right? So say I'm selling that Luca moment, say $100,000. My understanding is that they charge a 5% fee. So of that $100,000, you do the math, that's what, 5%. And I think that they get it from, I don't know if they get it from buyer and seller, seller or buyer. I haven't actually uh, been a part of a transaction on NBA Top Shot, but 5%, that's what I was told to me by a uh, you know, follower on Twitter. Anyway, um, so the amount of money that the NBA gets from this Top Shot thing. So Tom Richardson, he's a professor at Columbia University, that doesn't really matter, but this dude was the former head of publishing for the NFL. He said that the NBA can get about 10 to 15% of sales from companies, including, uh, I'm assuming it would include Dapper Labs' NBA Top Shot, from companies that use their intellectual property, as Top Shot is using Now, I heard TopShot plans to release a mobile game later this year that allows customers to build NBA-like rosters. They can acquire NFT moments, compete in online tournaments, and maybe even win more scarce NFTs by participating in these tournaments. That's pretty damn cool to me. I'm going to dive into you know, um, how TopShot differs from traditional basketball cards. And this was one of the things that really stood out to me. I don't know of a way that you can enter into online tournaments with your tangible basketball cards and possibly win even more basketball cards. So I think that this is a super cool idea. And I think that this was really interesting and caught my eye. And a quote I saw from Mark Cuban on this, because um, I don't know if I already mentioned, but my initial impression of Top Shot was... I thought it was ridiculous. I was a hater, I'm not going to lie. And um it's because, you know, I do collect some cards here and there. I just didn't see the purpose of it. I'm like, you know, the guy these guys kind of just made something out of nothing. There's a LeBron moments going for over $200,000. I don't know what it costs these guys to do that. Like you could just make anything digital and get a, you know, thousands of dollars for it. It didn't make sense to me. Um but anyway, I saw Mark Cuban's quote and this is another factor that Contributed to me doing some more research on this. Mark Cuban, man needs no introduction, famed businessman, investor, pretty much done everything that there is to do in business world. Owner of the Dallas Mavericks says, this is a real market with real collectors and real value. Now, that's not to say there aren't any challenges. There certainly are. But IP to NFTs is here to stay. And I'll tell you why this really made me reevaluate my thinking on top shot, because I was so quick to jump to the issues that I saw with top shot and not look at what is good about it. So like he says, you know, there's going to be challenges. The challenges are some of the imperfections that I see with top shot, but you know, there might be still a purpose for it. For example, Bitcoin, super hot right now, hovering about $50,000. Over the summer, I was thinking, you know, I don't know if Bitcoin's ever going to be able to be adopted as universal currency for the reason, right, government released massive stimulus. So in the event that Bitcoin were to become universal stimulus, how would we get stimulus to people when we needed injection of cash? You can't make more Bitcoin, but now after thinking about it, seeing more institutions, larger scale investors getting into Bitcoin, I see more so for its purpose, right? It's just a hedge against the dollar, right? So if government continues to keep printing all this money, fiat currency gets devalued, less valuable, and thus CPI rises, Bitcoin is a hedge against that. So your Bitcoin's just going to grow in value. So that, you know, caused me to reevaluate my thinking and, um, you know, dive a little bit deeper into this. So more on top shots, there's a few different tiers that you can get moments of first common tier. There's at least a thousand of them of the same moment available acquired through packs rare tier about 150 to 999 of the same moment available also acquired through packs and then legendary tier. 25 to 99 of the same moment available in packs and platinum ice. There's three of them. You can only get them through auction and a Genesis one. So one of one moment. That's also only available through auction. Now, what kind of packs are available? There's a common pack where you'll get nine common pack moments for $9. An example rare pack where you'll get seven common moments and one rare moment for $22 and then lastly the example legendary pack that you get six common moments three rare moments one legendary moment for $230 I haven't actually purchased the pack but I've been hearing from some of my followers that you buy the pack or you pre-order the pack And you still need to wait two to three weeks for the pack. And I don't understand the wait time because it's not like, you know, you need to actually physically make it. Like a card, you need to print it. You need to get the materials and print it. And then you have to ship it out to the consumer. You know, if this is digital, I would figure it would be instantaneous. You would buy your pack and you would get it. So anybody listening that has more insight onto that, feel free to at me at Jack Alexander on Twitter. And let me know what I'm missing. So the pros of NBA Top Shot over trading cards. Advocates argue that Top Shot is advantageous because condition and authenticity don't need to be checked for. This might be true, but PSA and other grading companies exist to reduce collector's fear over getting fake goods. Um, But I guess I'll get a little bit more into that in a second. Over time, cards can be discolored and have natural wear and tear. This is certainly possible. This won't happen with the NBA top shot moment. The ease of transfer, this is something that really caught my eye. So I'll sell some cards on eBay right now, and USPS is terrible to deal with. They take a while to deliver. They're annoying Um, and not efficient. Prices are higher than I think they should be. I can't even imagine what it would be like to deliver internationally. But with Top Shot, I think you can just seamlessly transfer your collectible to another collector in, say, Australia, no problem. I'll admit it. That's pretty damn cool. It's super easy. Um, I think that this is especially cool for soccer because soccer has such a big global reach. So, you know, soccer is big. All parts of Europe, you could send it from, say, Germany to Portugal, no problem. Moving on. No damage or theft. So I recently bought LeBron James PSA 9 Tops rookie card. Uh, it cost a fair amount of money, so I'm worried about you know misplacing the card, damaging the case, or it being stolen. So I put it in the safe. I, that does reduce the risk to a point, but if it were digital, I guess there would be practically no risk at all. So that's another plus. It also removes grading companies from the equation, like PSA, uh, Beckett, and others. So I have cards that are PSA 9s right now, and I have no idea why they're 10s. I know that Beckett might give you some insight, but PSA doesn't really. So I I don't know why a 9 is a 9 versus, you know, a 10 is a 10. Why is my 9 not a 10? It looks perfect to me. So I've never submitted directly. I've only bought graded cards. Um, But... Prices seem to be pretty damn high, and turnaround time, from what I hear, is so slow. I know PSA just hiked the prices up even more. Um, but with Top Shot, you're not going to need to ever grade again because, you know, quality is inherent with it. So another cool thing, the 5% fee I mentioned before, that's solid, versus eBay. I think it always seems to vary whenever I conduct a transaction on eBay. It's like 8 to 12% when you're buyer versus seller. So um, you know, less fees going to eBay and PayPal, more money in my pocket. So that's pretty cool. Also, another thing I'm afraid of when shipping cards on eBay is post office screwing up my order. Uh, lately, I've always been doing insurance on my, on my packages. You know, if you're spending hundreds of dollars on cards and people are buying hundreds of dollars, um, you know, worth of cards from you, you're going to want to insure it. Cause if post office fucks it up and they're not going to be liable for it. It's crazy. They're charging us for the shipping, but they're like, Hey, if we lose it, it's not our fault. So pay the extra insurance. Um, wouldn't have to do that with top shot. And then, uh, lastly, so we'll know the true population of the moments, right? With the cards, like there's 315 Michael Jordan, Fleer rookie PSA, 10 cards out in circulation. But how do I know that's accurate? Um, uh, I'm assuming PSA probably gets audited. I don't know if they're publicly traded. You know, how do I know that they're not lying? So, also, how do I know that another investor is not holding, say, 200 raw cards that they could just submit and maybe they'll get another 10 PSA tens to put in circulation? I don't know. Um, Anyway, cards. Now, you know, after doing some more research, my amount of cons with the um, Top Shot. Was reduced. So looking at it, I still don't like pricing. I don't know how we determine the price of Top Shot, right? So <clears throat> stocks, we can discount future cash flows to the present value. Gold, we can determine a valuation based on fundamentals and relation to money supply. Similar situation for Bitcoin. Even cards, they've been around for 100 years. I know it ultimately comes down to supply and demand, but we have 100 years worth of sales to base our valuations off of how do I base valuation for a new product with technology we haven't seen before? Um, It's just so simply primitive supply and demand. Um, And then this is not a really a con for me anymore, but a con some people have said, they said they like to feel, hold, smell the card, see it. Uh, This is a boomer like thought process. I get it. Um, You know, it's nice to look at my LeBron James card and hold it. But I think in a couple of years, this could be the same thing as just like, Seeing, holding, and smelling cash as opposed to the plastic and metal of a credit card. And credit card is just more efficient. So, how can we determine the pricing of top shot moments? So, one, by scarcity. There's only 315 PSA Michael Jordan Fleer rookie cards in circulation versus over 2,000 LeBron James Tops Chrome PSA 10s. So, both players might be regarded as the GOAT. and Probably looked at as the top models of their, you know, cards, I guess. So these are the, the best cards of Michael Jordan and LeBron you can get. Maybe LeBron Refractor, actually. Um, but a Jordan card is much more expensive. Uh, and then you can also determine price of a card by appearance and then ultimately supply and demand, of course. So when it comes down to it, my thoughts – originally, I thought it was a stupid idea. I didn't see the advantages to top shot that, you know, they would offer that we couldn't get from a tangible basketball card. But now looking at it, I think top shot is essentially the Bitcoin to trading guards as trading cards as gold. So I think that it's super easy to maintain store. um, Of course, authentic. Uh, It's hot right now. You see players like Josh Hart and, other NBA players that are really outspoken about how they think that this is super cool and swag. I think Josh harsh literally said opening a pack exudes swag. Um, So next steps for me, I'm going to look to get involved. Actually. I think next time I can buy a pack, I'm going to probably look to buy some packs and then hopefully flip real quick. Um, And I say flip real quick, just because I think we might be in a bubble Because again, it's so hard to determine the valuation and prices just seem so high right now I wouldn't really want to have a whole bunch of money in this stuff just sitting Um, You know, I don't know how to value it again. It could go to shit tomorrow for all I know, but um, I definitely Would have some FOMO if I wasn't involved. So I'll probably look to get some exposure Maybe five percent worth of my investments Um, I would recommend others probably do the same. I would say don't go overboard But you should probably want to um, dip your beak into NBA Top Shot and NFT market. So uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. If you have any other questions or want to talk about Top Shot or cards or any other NFTs, please reach out to me on Twitter, Jack Alexander. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you learned something new. Thanks for listening.